be our turning point because we Kardashianized our media yeah. and mm-hmm. our journalists, our, our mm-hmm. journalists. So I think our turning point is going to be us. Is going to be exactly. Uh, you know, the like here we said we said here's yeah. four people who don't watch mm-hmm. that nonsense. We're right. not the only four people in the world. Exactly. And mm-hmm. and everybody just wants to see girls in the junior high play yard pulling each other's hair. Well, I know they're yeah, doing 23 it. million, doing you can it. use me, sweetheart. That's exactly You'll give me 23 it. million and you can use me. I'll be your bitch and carry your briefcase oh, around. Oh, Malcolm, you're Malcolm, you're being such a hoe. Well, I'm being <laughs> honest. <laughs> give me 23 but, million but you and I'll what? kiss your toenails and carry your briefcase around. No worries, man. But if that's what these women are doing, these are women who are in journalism, these are women who are in Hollywood, then you know what? That's what makes the Me Too Time's Up movement so such a bunch of bullshit. Drama? It's BS. I mean, who cares? Who wants to know? Who wants to watch it? And at the end of the day, it kind of makes me want to scream out well, to everybody. Well, here's your answer back to that. Let, let me. You're, you have some good questions right here. But let's answer those questions, please, because they're solid questions. They deserve an answer. So who watches it? The whole world watches it. So who likes it? Everybody likes it. Who likes the drama? All of the people like it, Helena. Who, because the ratings go up, Helena. So is it really good? Yes, it's good for business, Helena. Are they all enjoying it? Absolutely, they are enjoying it. Do the media conglomerates like it? They are having a grand old time. Do they make more money? Sure they do. Well, the big question on everyone's mind, it's a gender thing, or is it? World peace, religion, sex, money, politics, climate change, big business, big ideas, and big egos. Nothing is off limits. As I'm joined by some of the most accomplished and highly opinionated women from the far left, the far right, and the far reaches of the planet. This is Malcolm Out Loud, and you're listening to Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. Well, you hear the story, Megyn Kelly had picked a fight with Jane Fonda, and uh, we started questioning things here in the studio and wondering, hmm, what's going on here? Is Megyn Kelly needing maybe a rise in her numbers? Maybe her ratings are down? Maybe things are not going so well for her since she transitioned from, you remember she went from a news career in Fox News to sort of this... I don't know, Today Show or whatever they call it over at NBC. It, well, it became quite a talking point here with the, the Jane fonda Megan Kelly feud, if you will. And it's got a little miles to it. And there's a lot more going on with this, with journalism. It gives us pause here, especially with our show and what with we do at America Out Loud since we bring all the voices to the mic. And what's going on with journalism out there is the bigger question I want you to ask yourself. Do a lot of the hosts and the people out there, do they do things just to get a rise? In other words, if things are too flat or too whatever or you don't have the numbers... It seems like they always stretch the truth, or in some circles we call that lying. It's funny, we just talked about that on another show yesterday about lying. Seems to be habitual in the media world, isn't it now? It sort of is indoctrinated into the journalism. I think it's an oath they take when they get into journalism somehow. I'm not really sure. But I wonder, with all of that said, where's journalism going ahead? We're going to try to answer that question and a whole lot more right here on Life, 
liberty and the pursuit of pleasure, friends. And we are coming at you here. A very interesting um, topic today. Let me get the co-host out here so we can introduce you to everybody. Dr. Faye Wilson is here. She's an author, inspirational speaker, ordained minister, underdog advocate, uh, and uh, she's going to show the energy bar that plays 11 a.m. on America Out Loud every day and a show called Intentional, a faith-based show, a beautiful production on Sundays at 11 a.m. as well. Catch her every day anyways at 11 a.m. Uh, people are loving her, her vibe. She's got a great vibe out there, so we're happy to have her. Uh, Sergeant Betsy Smith is here. Sergeant Betsy is a police officer for 29 years, a law enforcement trainer for over 20 of those years. She's a consultant, trainer to the industry, and we're thrilled to have her input here on Life, Liberty, and one of our favorites from Season 1 and back here with Season 2 with us, Helena Phillipson is here. Uh, She, as you know, was on Season 1 with us, friends, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure on Season 1, and now she's here. She's a transformational specialist and a hellraiser, if you will. And let me just tell you as well, Helena comes out of Copenhagen, Denmark. Betsy is out of Texas, I believe, or Arizona, Arizona, rather. I knew it was out there somewhere, Betsy. And Dr. Faye is out of Arkansas. Betsy, you start. Well, I got to tell you, in uh, in my profession, we've ne- we cops have always had kind of a, a love-hate, mostly hate relationship with uh, with journalists. And uh, um, but as a parent, I just paid for a four-year degree in journalism uh, from the University of Arizona for my youngest who graduated in May. And as a Christian conservative, she's working in sales now because there was no place for her in this current media atmosphere in the United States. There was really no place for a Christian conservative woman um, who didn't want to lie about her views. So I'm not a big fan of journalism right now. I don't think... uh, there's uh, ethics involved anymore. It's a it's a your side or uh, my side situation, and I say that on the right and the left. Um, but the problem is, is is of course most media outlets are uh, left leaning and hugely left leaning. So there's no uh, there seems to be no intellectual curiosity from uh, journalists anymore. With there's a, no with balance. A, no balance. You, it's gone. Well, there is no. But I mean, they don't. You don't see these young people out there who have a curiosity to be um, a truth seeker. No, it's no. just I've got to present my side and the side of my employer, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's very frustrating. Well, Betsy, a lot of the reason why, and you know this full well as any of the ladies know, and many people on our platform here, it's why I chose to use the mantra of the out loud truth, Betsy. You know. Now, listen, Betsy. Here's the deal. Uh, The truth, not everybody wants the truth, and I'm going to tell you why, in case you all didn't know. The truth can be very painful. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. The truth hurts, Betsy. It doesn't always feel good, you understand? And when you have to put it out there as such, I mean, the truth, a lot of people sugarcoat it because they don't really want the truth. Now, the other problem is, as you know, everybody seems to have these self-agendas, and they come to the dance of life with that agenda, and there's an underlying part of that that becomes falsehoods. I think you're seeing that in all walks of life, across the board, in all political spectrums, as you say. There is no more honesty out there whatsoever. Dr. Faye, speak about that a moment, please. I I don't know where you'll go with that, um, but... I mean, how do you honestly feel? I mean, you you have a good presence of media experience uh, with all your background and everything you do. What's your honest feelings about this? 
my honest feelings is that it's controlled by powers that never get in front of the camera. People who have the money, the influence to tell other people what to say and how to say it or else they are beheaded. Their jobs are taken away. So when they sit behind that desk or take that microphone, it is not about telling the truth. It's about keeping my job. Hmm. It is about staying in that role. And so when we're listening, we have to we have to have our own, uh, uh, you know, just our own common sense to say, you know what, this person has a job and they're reporting what they are told to report and how they report is based on um, whether or not they want to keep that job. So we, we hear a lot of people um, talking and saying things politically that are not necessarily true, and but they're controlled. That's, that's, that's my take on it, that they are controlled by, by the powers that are not in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we always talk, uh, Dr. Faye, about, you know, b- big business, big tech, big government, big media, mm-hmm. you're talking big media now, right? I mean, you're talking right. Right, self-agenda, yeah. grandiose uh, uh, sort of look. Uh, Helena, from your point of view, uh, coming from, again, Denmark area and journalism there, computer journalism here, how do you compare and contrast what you're hearing Dr. Faye and, and Bessie and compared to what you know in that world and, and here? Well, I think it sounds really depressing, basically, yeah. is what I want to say. What what you guys are, are talking about and describing is, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I have as bleak of, a, of, a out, of an outlook and okay. an opinion as you guys do. Um, Tell me why. Why? Is it not well, that way I think, there yet? I think I think the picture you're painting is very black and white right now, right? Okay. Um, and so I think that there are, in my experience, there are plenty of young truth seekers. Was was the word that was just used, which which I think is an awesome term for it, right? People who want to uncover, who want to share information, people who want to to dig a little deeper, people who want to enlighten or whatever. I think that there are plenty of those out there. I just I think that. You know, I am in no way an expert on media, press, and journalism in the States, in, in, in no way. But the impression I get is that there is too much money involved. There are too many political interests involved rather than right. media being independent and reporting the news. Well, which There's is what Dr. Much... Faye just said, Helena. Let's, so you really are connecting back to her words because she says, yes. you're saying that, all right, if you're saying, love, that there may be some out there truth seekers, but they're not getting their day in court is all I'm saying. They're not able to, if they are that way, you're not hearing them or seeing them because the big media controls the game. Do you buy that? Not entirely. Maybe in the States, but but in Europe, I I don't think it's like that at all. I mean, we have the Internet. We have social media. We have access to every source of media that you want access to. You can go and find it. So it's all about... We're talking traditional media here. You have a great point you just brought up, Helena. Let's talk about that because what you're speaking about when you say Internet, the first thing that comes to my mind is you're talking about alternative media. Now, there has been a rise in alternative media sources, and, and we're one of them, for the obvious reasons that we're, what we're speaking about here when we say journalism, we're speaking about the networks, we're speaking about the big channels, we're speaking about the big players, Helena, not a lot of the alternative sources and what have you where the internet has gone on fire. You're right. If you, why do you think people are going to the internet? Because they want truth. They don't get it from yeah, the 6 o'clock yeah. news, Helena. 
No, and how did it become like that? I mean, can can you honestly tell me how did it how did it go in that direction? Because I mean, I come from a country where when I grew up, we had government controlled media, not in the sense that people couldn't say what they wanted to, right. but such a thing as public service was essential. Well, public service public service money. was key. It, huh? it's, it's greed and money, love. Greed and money. Because yeah, you're saying, I, how did it get that way? How did it yeah, get that way? Exactly. Well, let's talk about that. How did it get that way? Because, you know, I have an expression I always use, ladies out there, and it's always this. Walter Cronkite is dead. Mm, yeah. You see, those days are gone. They are mm -hmm. gone. It is cr well, because— Well, and let's— okay. Malcolm, let's remember that Walter Cronkite was a raging liberal. It's just that we all didn't know it back then. Right. So there was bias even back then. Right, right, right. Yeah, but the, there was a sense, at least when you turned on the 6 o'clock news, they weren't as uh, much on the soapbox of, uh, at least it wasn't obvious, uh, Betsy. Yeah, maybe that's, that's the exactly, that's that's People it trusted, it people obvious. trusted him. Yeah, yeah they did. They yes, built a relationship Absolutely. with him. He connected with his public, and that mm -hmm. made him different. Yeah. And that's yeah, well what you said. don't see today, Betsy, uh, Helena. You're not, you're not seeing that. Uh, you, you don't see that connection. Well, why? Because, Helena, back to your point a moment ago, because they have to appease the people in the boardroom, which is what Dr. Faye was saying just moments ago. Yeah. Everything is manipulated. You know, I even, I've even discovered, believe it or not, Helena, they even tell them how to dress. So it's how you dress. Now, if you notice, for instance, ladies, I mean, you talk about a sexist baloney operation and i'm gonna i'm gonna make fun of this right now in an equal opportunity program betsy let me give it to you straight here let me <laughs> talk a minute to you about fox news the women on fox news they dress in these tank tops that look like they're on the sunny miami beach okay with their breast all out there nice and proud and their cleveland showing and this is the news now the men come out in three-piece suits you can't see any of their program i mean they're just dressed i mean why don't they come out with a tank top would you ever see a guy doing that? yeah man you're on the six o'clock news here you know like like hannity's got to throw some football around why don't they come out with tank tops on the women come out with tank tops on betsy you know talk about sexism they make women look like whatever you use whatever description you want to put in there on that news well, channel. not not only do the Fox girls, uh, the mm -hmm. Fox women, mm -hmm. not only do, you know are they uh, wearing all kinds of um, scantily clad stuff uh, from the waist up, yeah. but every one of them has lit legs, well lit legs, made up legs, and where you sit on the panel uh, or what kind of desk you have depends on how thin your legs are. Take wow. a look at it next time. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, see, they, they are very, you're so right. See, what we're talking about here, so think about that. Back to your point here. What they're worried about is image. And Betsy, that's a great point to bring up. So here, so they step back. So they tell them what to, what to wear, what to look, how the legs look determines where they sit, what they say. I mean, this is, and it's all, it's all, so back to who's running the show, back to Dr. Faye's point, Helena, a moment ago here. If they do exist, no, we don't see them. See, the media has been sold out here in this country, totally mm -hmm. sold out. And we've seen it more today than we've seen it at any point of our lifetime. Dr. Faye, Betsy, you speak to the point of Helena saying, well, they do exist here in Denmark. We don't have the same problem you're having here. But I have to tell you, ladies, if you look at this country right now, can you honestly say to me, either of you right now, 
that this isn't the worst possible moment of your lives when it comes to media propaganda and media baloney and all of the lies and the deceit and the, that you can't trust any of them anymore. Has there ever been a more pronounced day in your lifetime that you've been alive and well on this earth as to this moment of time right now that you could say that? Yeah, never, never. It, it is yeah. really, I think it's really bad when you, when you turn on your television or log into your internet and you're listening to the news. News and journalism was designed to gather facts and report them. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what journalism, the very core of journalism, when I took it in school, they gather the facts, only the facts. Oh, we used to call it, Dr. Faye, an op-ed, an op-ed, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then you know Mm -hmm. it's an opinion, right, hon? Right, that's okay. Exactly. But you do put that you do let people know that. But now it's all meshed in together and you don't know really what is truth and what's not. You have to really do your own research back to being a truth seeker. You have to seek it out for yourself and don't just take it because of the personality or because the blonde hair and blue eyes, no offense to anybody, but the blonde hair, blue eyes or this image is sitting in front of you. So it is the trusting figure of America, the trusting image of America. So that's what the networks are looking for. Who looks like the people will who look the part, who can play into this role Mm -hmm. so that they can sell and they can bring in the revenue. You know, what's interesting about this, Dr. Faye, I'm thinking to myself here a moment as you uh, putting this out there so well. You remember, it just comes to my mind here, when you really got part of this show as a co-host on Life Liberty, and then you bought your own show and as a weekly mm-hmm. columnist and all the cool things you're yeah. doing on the platform, and you're mm-hmm. having like the time of your life. I mean, you yeah. are like so representative of everything this platform stands for, and then some. You're Thank like you, the Malcolm. coolest person I've seen, I mean, really, though. And you're having the time of your life, and you're and there are no, no, no barriers around you. You're just being who you yeah. are, what you are. Yeah. You are just, you're a picture of freedom in every way, shape, and form of what this thing <sighs> stands for. And yet, a lot of the things we're talking about right now, my love, are a lot of the things that you pointed out to me when you first started to look at this platform. I mean, you said these things to me. Right. Absolutely right. I am having the time of my life because there are no barriers here. And because there are no barriers, I get to speak truth. I get to bring the facts. And if this is my opinion, even in my articles or whatever, I can state that we can be honest and still do a good job. And that's what has I think is lacking in mainstream media. That's right. Let's pick that up in a moment here, and I'll tell you what. Now, Helena, let me say this to you, my friend, on the comments you were saying a moment ago, which were very good, by the way, and I want to bridge it back for you to understand something here. I take a lot of pride in what Dr. Faye is saying right now because, as she knows, I never scrutinize her write-ins or things or anybody. And let me say to you this. Dr. Faye is a – I mean, she voted for Hillary Clinton. She's a liberal – a woman. She's a very successful woman, uh, female, liberal, different ideologies in some ways, very pragmatic in her thinking. Uh, she looks at everything and gives you an honest answer back. I mean, she's very different from most because she doesn't use the left-right doctrine as a um, argument. You know, she doesn't do the usual political fights that they do here in this country. So she's very different. And Betsy, you pointed that out more than once. Uh, we just said you right. know, she's like your favorite ever, ever because of those things. But th- there's a point to what I'm saying here. 
she has the room to come in and be herself. So we, back to the point of we are the exception to the rule. And I'm not saying this as an advertisement for what we're doing. I'm simply saying this. When Helena says, yeah, there's alternative media. Damn right there's alternative media. There are people doing the truth out there. Damn right there are people out there doing the truth. Malcolm, they do exist. Damn right they exist. And guess what? It's right here, kids. This is ground zero yep. for that. And if you don't like it, tough shit, too bad. We'll be back in a moment. The goal is to deliver a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. It's AmericaOutloud.com, where the conversation never ends. With 24-7 streaming on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are back, life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. And I, for one, am sitting here almost sweating from that ending (laughs) that you just heard with Malcolm just going all in and blasting it out of the water. With you today is Sergeant Betsy, law enforcement trainer and author, Dr. Fay, inspirational speaker and ordained minister, myself, Helena Philipson, specialist in emotional eating and host of the Food Freedom Days, and of course, Mr. Malcolm. And I'm not sure I even know where to start on this one, ladies. Maybe I'm just going to say Mr. Malcolm Out Loud, enlightened male, smooth talker, radio genius. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I normally always mention his dance, his dancing shoes and all that stuff. I but I think today I'm, I'm going to go with the smooth talker and the radio genius. And so leaving it off where I, as a, as a European can, I don't know whether to feel a little worried or puzzled or intrigued but 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 this the media situation that you are describing um, the 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 murky waters of of what's going on and how you just said Malcolm that what we are doing right now right here with everybody all of you guys out there listening either live or on podcast is alternative media it is bringing the truth it is bringing the voices and of course that's what we do that's what Malcolm is all about. I really, I really want to, I really want to throw it back uh, to you, Betsy, um, because you just shared with us that that your daughter went. Was it a daughter or a son who went through journalism? That's a daughter. School? Yeah, your daughter, daughter went through journalism school and is now doing something else in life, right? Yep. Yeah, she's in sales because um, what she discovered was, you know, first of all, it, when you're in in the trenches, journalists. Um, you don't make much money. You, you barely make a living wage. And uh, uh, and then she discovered her, you know, her views lean um, very to the right. And, you know, and her her goal was to be like an investigative reporter and, you know, nothing to do with politics, but to help people and right wrongs and, you know, it, it, you know, a very altruistic goal. And yet she discovered through journalism school at a very liberal university that now it was really, it was all about politics, all about leaning way to the left. And, and she was a rabble rouser in college. She, most of her writings were about uh, Christianity, the Second Amendment, um, you know, things like that that made her professors crazy. Um, but, you know, she did great grades. She got lots of compliments. And now she's in sales because there was just really no place for her because she has ethics, quite frankly. She wasn't but- willing to... Tend to be but so have we, have we, 
have we completely lost it then? I mean, have we lost the Woodward and Bernstein? Have we, unless you seek towards the alternative media, has it then all now turned into the trauma and the drama? Is it all about that? Is it all about the celebrity, the latest gossip, the latest scandal, Malcolm? 100% yes. 100% mm -hmm. yes. Uh, this mm -hmm. media in this country has lost 100% credibility. Uh, you hear Sergeant Betsy, you hear Dr. Faye. Both of these are honest, honest professionals. Uh, you don't hear any of them arguing with this point. They totally agree. Dr. Faye, you agree with that statement, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I do agree. Because when I listen to Betsy give the story about a child going to college for four years plus, to major in journalism and then find out that her integrity, her sense of morals, her ethics, the things that Bessie and, and that she was raised with, the things that they've taught her, she can't fit in to that space. But I believe when you don't fit in, it's the time to get, get creative and you, you, you begin to create your own space and that's what America Out Loud has done created a space well dr for... Fay, uh when you don't fit in you are creative yeah i mean that's exactly. just a blessing in life i mean mm -hmm. i i never fit in in my life i mean we had a show on this just the other day here which was phenomenal by the way about uh being that is one of the measures of in fact helena you were on it the other day being successful or unsuccessful remember yep and it really is a metric of being creative is one of these things that you know being in other words, uh, I forget the adjectives we used in that show, Helena, but it was about being um, odd or authentic yourself, unique, weird, whatever you want to call it. I put whatever your adjective of the moment there is, right? Uh, it's about being true to yourself, right, Helena? It mm -hmm. was about, you know, not giving into whatever the gang is doing. Being a follower, I guess being, I think it was being a follower, Helena, is the way they yeah, described it. Yeah, it, it was about, list. it was about not conforming. Not conforming. It was about. You know, being allowing yourself to That's be a bit it. weird and, and different and stand out. And but but what it really leaves me with is this whole don't you sometimes get the feeling, guys, that if the media is so mainly focused on gossip and drama and celebrities and beefs happening out there between different people, really all the real stuff is happening behind the scenes. It just never gets to us, the totally. regular people. Totally, 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 totally. Which is what Dr. Faye said uh, 10 minutes ago. She said all the decisions are being made in the corporate boardrooms by the people who run these programs. It is not in the front lines, the people on the mics. or the... That's what she said. And I understand why uh, that she's saying that. So yes, Helena, that is correct. It's not to say there aren't honorable people circling around this profession somewhere. I, I imagine they're out there somewhere, uh, as you say. And maybe they're all in Denmark. I don't know. But clearly... <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. They do not work for the New York Times or NBC News or any of them. I mean, across the board. I mean, and you just can see the blatant... Like, for instance, when you turn into anything today, like if you turn into Sean Hannity on Fox News, you already know... It, now, Betsy, I'm, I'm going to pick on them a moment, then I'm going to go to the other side, MSNBC. And I'm going to say this to you. When you turn on Fox News, can you tell me that anything on that program is going to be unpredictable. Is there anything you would hear on that show that you wouldn't expect to hear? Well, no. And, and no. you know, this is the thing is there are, on all networks, you know, there's opinion, what we call opinion journalists or pundits, whatever you want to call them. Right. Uh, but then there are certain shows that are supposed to be journalists. Right. And we no longer see that. We no There's not a it. single show it's on any network. 
Yeah, it's all blended. Yes, in. that you can turn into. The lines have crossed now, Betsy. They, they've narrowed in, and it's because everybody wants their claim to fame. You see, the rise of alternative media has leveled the playing field, and I think what's happened is this, ladies. I'm going to give it to you straight here. What's happened is the leveling of that playing field has created more competition. Now, what that has done, back to Helena question in moments ago, I said, well, but Malcolm, why is that? Why is there none of that left? Well, if there's more competition, Helena, they are being compromised because the compromising, it has to be, you have to be one better. You have to have the biggest laugh. You have to have the biggest outrageous statement. You have to be the biggest buffoon. Whatever that is, like if you turn into Sean Hannity, you know what he's going to say already before he even says it. When you turn into Rachel Maddow, it's the same thing. You know what she's going to say before. When you open up the New York Times, you're not going to open up the New York Times and read a piece. Oh, President Trump is doing a fabulous job. Oh, man, this economy is kicking ass, kids. He is doing it. Oh, we are so looking forward to the State of the Union. Oh, man. You don't open up the Washington Post and they say, oh, this, 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 uh, this uh, FBI uh, deputy director, uh, he, had to, he had to resign. He was fired. Never mind resigning. He was fired. No, the headline won't read that. The headline will say uh, he, he, he stepped down. He's not in today. He had a boo-boo on his little toe there or whatever. But they lie like hell. And they lie to cover their pants. And it's, they're all agenda-driven. So this is what it is across the board. There is no truth in any of this stuff anymore. It's all a lost cause because they all have an agenda. See, nobody brings their A-game to the table. And I think what we've tried to do here when I called this whole thing when it came off the ground, the out loud truth, I, I didn't know we'd be talking about all this on the show, but it's the facts, it's the truth. Uh, you take Megyn Kelly, for instance. Megan, let's, let's talk about Megyn Kelly a moment. Serious news journalist on uh, Fox News, as you all know, uh, they made her a career. They made her a star. Uh, they made her into something from nothing, really. Now, you remember she had that little contest with the president where she was in the debate? Do you remember that? And she called the uh, candidate Trump out, remember, for his treatment of women? Do you remember that, ladies? I remember it extremely yeah. well. Big time, big time. Um, when, when that question was posed, uh, you know, Betsy, what, what were your thoughts? First of all, was that a fair question to ask the candidate? At that point, real, real quickly, was that a fair question or not? The way that she worded that question, and, and I, I'll tell you, until then, I was a pretty big Megyn Kelly fan, really enjoyed her show. When she asked that question, the way that she asked it was so incredibly over the top and unprofessional and designed for only two things. One, to embarrass then-candidate Trump, and number two, to get Megyn Kelly mega attention and it accomplished both but it didn't quite turn out like she wanted i don't think no but it, you're, you're you you nailed that really well your explanation of that um you dr Faye, what do you agree you, how much do you agree with what that you just said how much do you disagree with that i'm wondering i i my mind still goes back to the powers behind megan kelly Mm. And what she's being told that she has to do. Yeah, because, because all those questions were approved, honey. They, she didn't just come out yeah, of there. Yeah, she of can't whim. come out of there. Yeah, she yeah, can't come true. out and just impro just be creative. Not at that point. And Correct. so she's being paid what twenty three million dollars a year. Oh, she's it's a crazy puppet. Money. It's crazy. Yeah, money. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. being a puppet. You, you you're in that place now. Right. So you're gonna do what they tell you to do. You're gonna dress in red if they tell you to wear red. You're gonna part your hair on the left or the right or whatever they tell you to do because you're really not your own now. You have been paid. 
Right. Helena, you, you remember the question in that moment, or do you, because you may not even, maybe you don't tune into that debate, I don't know, from, from your area. Did you, or do you remember that? No, we, we tune in a little, and I remember the, I remember, okay. sort of vaguely remember, and I remember the, of course, the whole atmosphere surrounding it. Yeah, the fallout was big. You heard that around the world, clearly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a big deal. It, actually, back to Sergeant Betsy's point a moment ago, she maybe wasn't happy with it. I think she was thrilled with it, because it made her career. <laughs> she got all kinds of attention, uh, Sergeant Betsy Ford. It made her career, because if you remember what happened afterward is she was called up to Trump Tower and she actually asked the candidate Trump at the time if she could uh, sort of, uh, um, what do you call it, um, kiss up a little bit maybe? I don't know what you want to call it exactly, Betsy, but she had that um, follow-up interview in his in his boardroom, remember, where she sort of kissed up a little bit, yeah? Well, sure, and she did an interview with him and then all of a sudden she was the the host uh, or you know the she was all over hollywood and w- all these women's groups but i disagree vehemently disagree malcolm that this uh, made her career take off in fact i believe that moment that debate question was the beginning of the end of Megyn Kelly. And well, in the way that you and I now, knew her, well, maybe, hold on now, maybe in the way you and I knew her as a journalist and liking some of her commentary, there, there I will give you that. But she would have never got to NBC and got to the Today Show and got that 23 million big ones that Dr. Faye just talked about if her star hadn't risen. And if she hadn't done but that how and long pissed is on that the tulips. Last? What's that? How long is that going to last? I don't well, think it doesn't matter. She's already wealthy. NBC's Why the hell does she care? <laughs> oh, but wealthy people always need more money. True. You always live up to your, you True. always live up to your income. And, and I don't think, because here, here's what she did not calculate. She did not uh, recognize that when she made that move to NBC, that, and you can see this, like, I, I would encourage everyone, go to her Twitter feed mm-hmm. and look at the responses to her Twitter feed. Everyone on the left still hates her because they think that she's a racist, sexist, conservative. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the right hates her because of the way that she threw Trump under the bus. And then after that debate, if you watched her Fox show, there was a huge uh, movement on social media to get rid of Megyn Kelly. People would watch Bill O'Reilly at that time, turn her off and then turn Hannity back on because she just went so far to the left for a Fox News audience. And, uh, And now she's an island. Everybody hates. Well, there's her. truth you to what you're pay saying. Somebody, all that money. There's truth to, to know, that. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, but her questions hates. were approved in advance. She didn't come out with that question. But as you say, no, the way she not. asked that's it and how she did it, right, was mm-hmm. was sort oh, of yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. See but what th- people what people forget is that Fox News at that time was also trying to get rid of President Trump. Everybody talks about her candidate, right. then candidate Trump. Right. It, it, most people at Fox News didn't want Donald Trump to win. That's right. And, and it was very true of those three debate moderators. Um, they were never Trumpers. So that's why the, and, the media, Helena, to your point, went so far out of their way to make sure he lost. Uh, but then staying on Megyn Kelly for just a moment, ladies. Well, then she gets picked up from NBC. She drops the journalism, probably for a lot of reasons, including some that Sergeant Betsy just put out there very eloquently. And so then she gets over, and as Dr. Faye says, she collects 23 big ones. 
honey, you, you throw 23 million at me and, you know, I'll get on there and call Jane Fonda an ugly bitch if that's what it takes. There's no problem for me to do that. <laughs> Come on, Mel. Probably I would do it for less than that even. How's that? Um, but in any <laughs> I'll event, do it for free. I know I'm not being nice. I know, I know. Reprimand me later, please. Uh, but uh, listen, she, so she gets to NBC. So now she's on with Jane Fonda. Now Jane Fonda is like, what is she, 80 years old or 81 or something? 80. Like 80 she's okay. 80. Now she's yeah. made a career with all the plastic surgery. She's very, everybody knows about it. She, I mean, you don't look 80 the way she looks if you didn't have some work done. Let's face it. I mean, come on. I mean, and that's okay. I'm all for having tucks and lifts and shoves and pushes. If it makes you feel good, do it, man. That's what I say, you know? <laughs> right. Shove it, push it, stick it, love it, whatever. Amen. Oh, it's a, it's a free life, free society. So yeah. I'm all for that, kids. I don't have a right. Listen, when I need that shit, I'm going in there to have tucks and pulls and lifts on my face. You can. I'm going to go in there with a couple of you gals. <laughs> Clean it up, guys. Let's go. And uh, the, the point is, we all want to look younger. No question about that. So, so where was we? Okay, so yeah, Jane Fond is in there having her face done, whatever she's doing. So Megan Kelly, she's got this movie out, and plastic surgery comes up, and she then she says the question. Well, I don't, I don't remember if you know the exact question she asked, ladies, if you have that handy. But I know it was something about um, uh, something about what was it? How she? How does she? Um, something about her plastic surgery, right? If she liked her face or whatever. <laughs> yeah, she was. She she did it in a very lighthearted way. She was trying to be very chatty, yeah, and right, uh, and right. and she just kind of threw it out there, like, well, you know, you know, you've had plastic surgery and blah blah, and that look, oh you know, of course now it's God. a famous it's a famous wow. gif on on social media. Oh, that, that look, look on Jane Fonda was incredible, Betsy. Oh That's worth boy, priceless. howdy, yeah. That's and worth, uh, yeah, and and then she, you know, she didn't really back down from it per se, and then Jane Fonda ran all around the country and talked about how terrible Megyn Kelly Kelly is. Using her as a meme. Using her as a meme. Yeah, oh yeah. That's what she did. But see, here's the thing. Why did she... Jane Fonda's spoken openly about her plastic surgery to every journalist under the planet. Why did she go after Megyn Kelly? Because she, wrongly in my opinion, but she perceives Megyn Kelly to be a conservative. And so you have to attack the conservative. And so that's what... Because, you know, of course, Jane Fonda is just Kelly. a raging lefty. And uh, so then Megan Kelly finally, and I, I admire her for this, she hit back and she hit back hard. And then all the reports were, Betsy, that NBC is furious. How dare she Are do you, that? Like, and, oh, they were all up. You see all the reports, on? It was crazy, you know? Yes, it was, and it was all a lie. Of course, you know, like you had said before, Malcolm, nobody gets up there and talks into that teleprompter well, but they needed a ratings boost, Betsy. People. They needed yeah. a ratings boost. Nobody was talking about Megyn Kelly. Right. And Megyn Kelly's show is attached to the Today Show, which is attached to, uh-oh, Matt Lauer, serial sexual, sexual freakazoid. Mm-hmm. And and so now, you know, they've they've got to dig out of this hole they're in. Oh, they're in a hole. And they're gonna yeah. they're gonna try and use Megyn Kelly among other things. Yeah, it's a pro- total propaganda, totally, totally. So that's what happened there. And then Megyn, Ke- and then I guess there was a follow up interview, from what I understand, with Megyn Kelly and Fonda again, right? There was some sort of follow up thing or something, uh, follow up interview. And she asked her again about the plastic surgery. Didn't she do it a second time just recently? Oh no, know. that was Megyn. That was Megyn Kelly's. Uh, Megyn Kelly did an editorial, oh, did an on camera editorial, yes, yes, okay. right yeah. before. Um, you can see I follow right Megyn Kelly's career today, don't you? <laughs> I don't know anything about it, actually. And I could it play was that. right before 
um, President's Day weekend, you know, and and so, you know, there was kind of a perception that maybe the you know, and this is what NBC said. Well, a lot of management was gone because it was a three day weekend. And um, no, I trust me. I don't think Jane, you're going to ever see Jane Fonda on Megyn Kelly's show again. Although, um, although it would be good for ratings. Well, sure, of course it would. And they're just. You'd be surprised. Because again, Megyn Kelly is, and and Megyn Kelly, if you look at the stats, she she has taken a bump up in ratings it's since that happened. Since then. See, it's yep. all about edgy, being edgy, and being controversial. That's really mm-hmm. what it is today. And we just did a show on this the other day with the stupidity show on stupid people, uh, what they do, what stupid people do. We talked about that kid on YouTube who uh, went into the dead forest to look at the suicide forest mm-hmm. and made fun of the kid that committed suicide that was hanging from mm-hmm. a tree, put it on the video, mm-hmm. made fun of it, and then got reprimanded and YouTube and everybody else got mad. And, of course, the kid is living in all kinds of money and gotten. And, but that's what they do on YouTube, Dr. Faye, is they make lots of money by being jackasses. Yeah, in that case, for sure. For sure. There's a lot of different... Um, the act, yeah, the word is stupid. There's a lot of stupid stuff on YouTube. But with Megan and Jane Fonda, when I watched the interviews and, and read some of the commentary, I thought, what a waste of time. Here Which it, part? we Which have part? all of it. All, all of it. it. All exactly of it. It's right such day. a waste of energy and precious time. And of course, my wow. mind goes, okay, the network set both of these women up against each other. And mm-hmm. now they are capitalizing on it. And go. so they're, now they're bringing in Katie go. Couric to come in to go to the Olympics because Oh, that Megan was the other story. Was, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's the latest story. Yeah, yeah that's what I see. Yeah, now, so she's great. supposed to, she's supposed to be, uh, Megan Megan's is going upset. to the Olympics. And now they bring in Katie to say, okay, now they're going to code this event. And so now they're they're putting these two women against each other. And so it continues because it's drama. It's not news. It's just drama. Now, a cat and fight with Katie Couric and Megyn yeah. Kelly in one corner, I would pay to see that. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. Katie Couric and one Megyn oh. Kelly. I'd pay money for that. A mud wrestling. What about mud wrestling? That would be entertaining, Betsy. Malcolm. What? Malcolm. Hashtag time's up, mister. Knock it off. <laughs> We'll be back in a moment here. Hang on, friends. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multi-nutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Let the silent voices be heard. It's the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.com. 
For a wide spectrum of programming from world and political news, societal and cultural stories, law enforcement, our military heroes, and much more. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. And, and everybody just wants to see girls in the junior high again, play yard pulling each other's hair. I know, they're At doing 23 it. million, doing you can it. use me, sweetheart. That's exactly You'll give me 23 it. million and you can use me. I'll be your bitch and carry your briefcase Oh, Malcolm, you're Malcolm, you're being such a hoe. Well, I'm being honest. <laughs> give me 23 but, million but and I'll what? kiss your toenails and carry your briefcase around. No worries, man. But if that's what these women are doing, these are women who are in journalism, these are women who are in Hollywood, then you know what? That's what makes the Me Too Time's Up movement so such a bunch of bullshit because it's so it's so um, the hypocrisy. Uh, it's so political, yeah. you know, yeah. and and so they're not helping. They're helping themselves selfishly, but they're not helping their movement and they're certainly not helping women and young girls in this country and around the world to respect themselves and to respect each other. Well, Betsy, Sergeant Betsy, we just did that show, love, with the Women's March, the two marches, the march between two gender, one gender, but two marches, right? And that was right. an unbelievable show we did with the celebritizer, the uh, Gail Murphy and the others who were on that show, other co-hosts on that show. And I got to tell you, what we unveiled on that show, on this platform, was unbelievable because we showed exactly what the problem is on that production. You got to go. And, you got to go and listen to that show. Oh, absolutely, because it was it was very telling, and and just like this situation is very is very telling. It, there is no cut and dried. Oh, you know, women, yay us. We got to empower each other. Women attack other women, frankly, worse than men attack us in. Oh, women on women are the worst. Are you kidding me? I've seen that in the corporate world very many years ago. I never tolerated it. Are you kidding me? Some of the women on on top of women, they're the worst ever. I mean, they're vicious to other women, especially successful women. Yes. Dr. Faye, you see that? Any truth to that or what? I see that there is truth to that, but I want to add this. I think we have entered the era of the end of journalism as we've known it. I think mm. because it has gone to the extreme, we now have a generation like Betsy's daughter who went to school for journalism, but this journalism doesn't fit her. So there's going to come a new model of German journalism. It has to, because this mm-hmm. one is not no longer working. It's built off of the Hollywood mentality, the stardom, the reality television shows. And so people started gravitating to that. So the networks began to pick up on that. What people like, they like drama. But so we still need good reporting. We still need people to bring us the news. I'm thinking about my my teenage nieces and nephews. They don't watch the news. They could care less. They're into uh, social media some, but most of the time is games, you know, and their mm-hmm. friends and networking. They share that type of information. So this, what we have seen, NBC, CBS, all of them, all of them, we're coming to the end of that era. And whatever is coming up is going to shift the entire planet. We're going to be more like our friend over in Copenhagen, Copenhagen. <laughs> people who 
see life through different lenses, people are going to be fed up with the negativity. We have to be. We are created to to be living, breathing, positive beings. We are. We are created to be that. So we can only go so far into that negative space. So there's there's a, there's a turning point here somewhere. God, I hope you're, you're absolutely right. right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about yeah, the because turning we, point. Yeah. Well, the turn. Yeah. What what will be our turning point? Because we've Kardashianized mm-hmm. our media yeah. and mm-hmm. our journalists. Our, our mm-hmm. journalists. So I think our turning point is going to be us. Is going to be exactly. Uh, you know the like here we said we said here's yeah. four people who don't watch mm-hmm. that nonsense. Right. We're not the only four people in the world. Exactly. We are just going to ride this wave until eternity because there are so many people who are waiting for inspiration. I know the emails that I get, the calls that I get. My God, mm-hmm. there's so much mm-hmm. inspiration on America Out Loud. I could just listen there all day because there's not going to be a lot of that, you know. And there's a side right. of me, to be perfectly honest, I'm thinking, okay, we're talking about the negative news here. I just don't want us to be part of that to be so focused on, on, on them that we forget who we are. We're here to shift the ties and to change the dynamics, to be a voice of reasoning in the madness of the season. Yeah. Megan got a problem with Jane. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. <laughs> maybe they're both being paid to be who they are. Maybe they're yeah, just maybe they're acting lunch. out their roles. Right. And maybe they're lunching the together right now. Yeah. They're, lunch. Laugh, they're, having, laughing, they're huh? at the club, you know, mm-hmm. they're getting their nails done together, whatever. We don't know. <laughs> We only know what the camera is showing us. Well, I think that um, Britain is quite an interesting example because I remember as a young woman, I went to uh, I went to university in uh, in England, and I remember when I lived there and then turned on BBC, you know, which is a national TV station, just like we we have in most European countries, we have a national TV station, which means that it isn't owned by anybody. You know, there there are no commercials. It's a national TV station. It's the broadcasting company of that country. And I remember turning on the news over there and being terrified because it was so different from what I was used to. I was used to news being reported. End of story. This happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this way, like relevant things, intellectual things, and in a very neutral manner, in a very neutral. So there will be no words like uh, Trumpist or lefty or all these very loaded terms, right, that immediately tries to shame out whomever you're opposing. So no nickname calling, all that bullshit. Now, where are you speaking, but anyway, in your country or UK? No, in, no, I'm speaking about what I was used to. I was used oh, okay. to what I would call good, decent, honest news communication. Yeah. And, and then when I moved to England and I started watching the news, I started having nightmares. Oh, I, I started getting anxiety. And, I, and, and this is really funky in a way. I was like asking myself, what's going on? Why is this? And I realized that it was because every day on the news, mm-hmm. main part of what was reported was, you know, crime, violence, and drama. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm totally with and, you, honey. I don't, so, I don't for the same reason. I'm totally with and, you. And, and so, and I, and, and this is, you know, yeah. many years ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm 44 yeah. now. This is more than yeah. 20 years ago. It's been and coming I just on for a long time. Uh, Helena, like, you're spot on. 
you know, and I just thought this is not news. This no. is something that happened. Helena, in somebody's you and life. I make choices to live in a more positive manner in the things we do. Honey, I'm all over this. I'm with you yeah. in every way. I don't watch the I don't like the, the, the I, I do not turn on television to watch murder, rape and crime. I don't care for those. I'm not interested in those shows. I don't any more than I like it in real life. I do not want that in my imaginary life. I don't want it in my brain. I don't want it in my mind. I do not find a source of entertainment having somebody pulled behind the back alley and being beaten the hell out of and call it a television show does not excite me. Okay. I don't find all that. I find that propaganda and nonsense. And there are a lot of other things I can do with my time and my brain, and that's not one of them. I don't like abuse against people. I don't like abuse against women or people, mm-hmm. kids, anybody else. Not interested. Mm-hmm. For the same reasons, Helena, you say, but it's, it is all over the place. But that seems to be what people are eating. And I think it's the kids and the video games and the television they're watching and the YouTubes and all this stuff gets into their minds and it creates a culture that then people like you, Sergeant Betsy, and all you uh, beautiful law enforcement officers have to go out there and and, uh, handle all these people, these lunatics who are imitating Mm -hmm. the the crazy people on the media. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. where they're coming from. So so it's, it's a societal problem. It really is a shift in the societal mindsets of all of this bad stuff out there that is creating chaos and we're pitting one against the other. It, it really, it's a horrible thing. And it's, it's a decline in society is what it is, but that's what they're all watching. It's what they're doing. It's what they're listening to. And it's sadder than sad when there's so much more in the world, you can decide, you know, get up in the day and tell yourself the kind of day you're going to have. Take a minute and meditate before you even, before your feet even touch the ground, when you jump out of bed and take the next problem coming on, take a couple of minutes and just pause a moment, meditate. I did it this morning. And I just tell myself, this is the kind of day it's going to be. I've got some remarkable shows today. I'm going to do with some awesome people. We're going to have an amazing day. We've got some business things happening here. We've got some meetings over here. We've got some other projects. I'm launching this new thing here. We've got, by golly. I mean, that's the kind of day you set your mind in the morning. This is what it's going to be. We're going to have engaging conversation. We're going to bring the truth to the airwaves. We're going to do what other people are not doing. And that's what I tell myself. And so, listen, that's what I want you to do out there is tell yourself what it is you want each day. Let your mind tell you and then go and get the kind of life that you want. And that's, it's all at your fingertips right now. It's all at your fingertips. I mean, Helena did that when she made her mind up that she was going to lose X amount of pounds and decided she was going to get her life back in order as a life transformational expert. That's what she did. And that's what she does. And Dr. Faye did the same thing. Sergeant Betsy does the same thing. You can do it out there in the same way. So I want to give you that today as my final thoughts on this topic here. But journalism is out of control. But the good news is we are taking it back. There is a shift in play. That's why, as Helena said 10 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, that the Internet, well, what's happened is alternative media, there's a rise of alternative media sites, and that's what's happened. And, of course, for us, you'll hear us on talk radio, so you can hear us on the radio airwaves, you can hear us in podcast land, you can hear us in the written word, and all of that. But we've got, and we've got beautiful people that are transforming the conversation, and they're all over the place. And like Dr. Faye said earlier, all kinds of stuff, lifestyle, life, health, Business, life, politics, news, stuff, everything's there, and it's all there. Everything that makes our life better. So I hope you are taking that in, and whatever we can do to help you along the journey, 
you know we're right here at America Out Loud. Thanks for joining us today, friends. And this show continues to deliver the best of the best. We have some dynamic shows coming your way. Stay close to us. A lot happening here at America Out Loud. I want to thank again Helena Phillipson for tuning in with us and being part of this last couple of days. It's been good to have her back on and her contributions in season one. We really appreciate and in season two here. We are having a great time. Helena Phillipson, Dr. Faye Wilson, Sergeant Betsy Smith. This is Malcolm Out Loud to be continued, friends. Thank you.